You're listening to your number one podcast for all things Reaper. This is ReaperCast. Hi everybody and welcome to the 19th episode of ReaperCast for the Reaper episode to Sprong with Love. I'm Jared. I'm Casey. And once again we are with you a day late. Delighted to be with you though. Oh you shut up, I wasn't <laughs> going to say it today. But Somebody we, had to. We are a day late. My bad. Nah. It's always my bad. You know, hey. People need to realize. But you know, stuff happens. So, But at least this is, they'll get to listen to it on the same day which they will watch the episode. Yes. Anyway, in ReaperCast, you find us on the web at www.reapercast.blogspot.com and you can email us for a whopping six more days. I love it. At mail at reapercast.com. After that, you will need to leave comments on the blog or email us at back four zero podcast at hotmail dot com or big bang podcast at live dot com. Yes, but I would prefer you just leave comments on the blog because that way we only had to go to one place. But if it. it's something you know you don't want posted or something yeah. question or something, just email us at one of the other two. Or you can write don't post don't read this. But anyway Well if they post it anybody can oh, read yeah, it. Oh yeah that's true. So just well, I don't want to pu- I don't have to publish them though. Yeah, but it's hooked up to an email system right now to publish the email system, which goes through mail at reapercast dot com, which we will no longer. No, have. I took that off already. Where'd you put it? Huh? Or where'd you put? They just go to the blog, so. and you have to publish them. Mm-hmm. Okay, just comment on the <laughs> blog and just say, "Hey, don't publish this." Yeah. Deal. Deal. Anyway, in Reaper news. Some astounding Reaper developments have developed um, from the Hollywood Reporter through the DMV and also Reaper site. It says, hi from Reaper DMV. This is obviously coming to us from the DMV. Um, see below for some breaking news about Reaper's chances at a third season. Thanks for your ongoing love of this show. Um, possible fantastic news from the Hollywood Reporter that ABC Studios might be in negotiations with local CW affiliates to syndicate a third season of Reaper for Sunday nights. That means that you, the fan, can write to your CW affiliate and tell them there's a fan base in your area and it would like to be like to see Reaper on Sunday nights and that there could be a huge rating boost if they were to do this. Um, you can they have links at the DMV where you can look up your CW affiliate and email them, um, and they would appreciate, and we would appreciate your efforts in that endeavor. Um, this is actually going to be probably our best chance to get the uh, show on the air again for a third season, which we would all love, um, considering the storylines that will develop over the next couple of episodes of this season. So. Everybody email your affiliate, tell them we want it on Sunday nights because we are, you know, this is a good opportunity. 
and we can keep the show going. So everybody do that. Jump in and do it right now. Okay. Right now. now that you've done that, listen to the rest of the show. Episode Too Strong with Love, Vessel, Mallet, Soul, Jordy Boone. The vessel was very loony toony today. Yes. Or in this episode, yes. Giant Mallet. Very, uh, uh, cartoon esque. Very. Jordy Boone. <laughs> Jordy Boone was kind of freaky. Jared is just making me do all this by myself. Very freaky. <laughs> Very freaky. Thank you. Super freaky. Yeah. But he was, he was, uh, he was kind of ticked off. A little angry at the science teacher. Yeah. And, uh, hasn't everybody had one of those? Yes, but thankfully we don't have to do that anymore. For most children, I'm probably that. Oh, that's not true. You're right, I'm so nice to them. Rats. <laughs> Go ahead, though. With the, on with the recap. Yes. Um, we open the episode with Andy and Sock arm wrestling just like over the top at the bar while everybody looks on. While this is happening, a man hits on Nina and Ben tells him, you gotta go. Another man, Xavier, who's like a stoned surfer, <laughs> comes over and hits on her as well. Ben and Nina both tell him to get lost, but Xavier refuses to leave until they get together. Or, or tougher. Until they get tougher. Yes. With, oh, ben has to approach and be like, dude, you need to leave right now. You gotta he's back all like, down. Yeah. Nina claims, I don't know what's going on. Well... And then Sock beats Andy and arm wrestling for the first time. I think she threw the match. I did too. Because she was like, I'm coming over the top. And then all of a sudden she didn't have anything left. But anyway, he breaks out in the uh, I Got Something For You dance. Which is 20 minutes long. Yes. So, Sam. Sam, he goes to buy him a song on the old jukebox. When he's teleported to a diamond store where the devil is signing, trying to sell cubic zirconium diamonds because I think J-Lo has one. You hear that, honey? J-Lo has one. That reminds me of the Cletus T. Judd parody, Third Rock from a Thumb. Mm. Yeah. I haven't heard that one. Oh, man, it's so old. And then once the boyfriend goes over there to look at those cubic zirconium, the devil tells the woman, you know, any man that won't spring for the real thing, I just don't think he's worth it. I don't think he's very committed. Yeah. So, you know, he, he ends up starting a fight between those two. And meanwhile, he tells Sam, here's your soul. And Sam opens up the folder to see a picture of Mr. Sprong. And he's circled. He's high school biology teacher. Yeah. And yeah, he circled. So Sam's like, oh, Sprongy. I knew he was from hell. Yeah. Because he be was there. like a complete jerk. And he's like, yeah, I'll be happy to put him back. Exactly. Back at the workbench, Ted is taking over the interims as interim store manager, which is just a, a figury word. It's yes, really store manager. Yeah, I think he's pretty well. He's cleaning up after there. Andy. He's throwing away her laptop, her coffee cups, everything. When Sock comes in and says, Sock, I want to thank you. You stuck by me. You supported me. And I want to make you the face of the workbench. Sock says, I'll do it for 25 bucks. I would negotiate a little harder. I'd have sprung for 50. Yeah, he probably could have got 50. Anyway, 
My chair is squeaky. Yes. So just deal with it. Hold still. I'm sorry, I can't. Sam, meanwhile, tells Andy about the new target, and Andy wants to help out. But, you know, especially when she finds out it's Sprongy. Yeah. She well, insists that, she says at first, hey, it's a date, and Sam's like, huh? And then she's not, no, it, not it, really. It's just hanging out or something. I don't, you know. Because she said she misses catching souls with him. Mm-hmm. But she's not comfortable enough to date. Right. Anyway, Nina and Ben are back at the house, enjoying a movie when something bangs into the wall. Nina finally explains she's in heat. <laughs> men at the bar were demons. She's like a dog. Once a mm-hmm. year. And they were hitting her because, you know, she's giving off pheromones and they just want to go at it. It's like a sweet-smelling perfume, two of them. So Ben is not thrilled, and he goes out to confront the demon, who is Xavier, yes, the stone you can call surfer, X. X. Yeah. <laughs> he calls the demon down from the roof, old uh, Ben does, but he ignores him, and Nina reverts to her demon form and drives the demon away, then changes back to human form to go watch the movie. Let's finish the movie. Uh-huh. Hee-hee. <laughs> the next morning, Ben tells Sam that he plans to protect Nina's honor. Sock gets up early for the workbench photo shoot, and he's all, you know, donned out. But Ben says, oh, those eyebrows. This was kind of weird. Got a unibrow or something? Ben was working those eyebrows, those bushy creatures. Yeah, that was kind of questionable. Nina then wants to talk to Ben in private and explains she'll be in heat for another week, and she's going to lock herself away where no one knows where she is. Ben refuses, and they decide that, you know, she'll stay as long as Ben doesn't do anything to get himself killed. Which anytime somebody says that on a show, you know you're in for a treat. Indeed. Anyway. In the workbench, Ben is still preparing Sock for the photo shoot with his eyebrows and stuff. And, uh, Ted shows up, and he has a costume. Says, you will be Mr. Wrenchy Bench. Sock's not thrilled, but for 25 more dollars, he agrees. But then he rapidly becomes thrilled. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. So anyway, he's going to entertain the crowds. That night, though, Sam, Andy, and Sock go back to the high school. And Andy remembers the times they spent together and how her and Sam went to a dance together, and she secretly wanted Sam to kiss her. And See? Oh, man. Just say it. Mm. At, at the present time. When, and then... Never mind. I know. They go to the lab. They never, find Sprong. He's never thrilled to see any of them because he, he hated them all anyway. He said Andy was stupid. Sock had no initiative and no future, and neither did Sam. The guys, you know, he was a little shocked to see Andy with him because he said, even though you were dumb, I thought you had a little bit of potential. Sam pops him with the mallet, but <laughs> nothing happens except it knocks him out. They were like, are souls supposed to bleed and like crumble to the ground? Oh no, I've been waiting for this to happen for a long time. I, you know, I just didn't see the heat thing coming. I was like, okay, are they going to get the soul out quicker? Is the, oh, he's but not they, a soul. They wonder what's going up, so they look back through the file and realize it's Jordy Boone. Not well, Andy does. Andy's like, dude, he didn't even look at the file. He was putting out a hit on him. And that's why Jordy circled his head. Yes. 
And then Noah seems like I just assumed it was Sprong because he was a turd. Yeah. Sprong wakes up and remembers exactly what happened. He plans to go to the authorities, but they stop him and try to explain. Meanwhile, Jordy arrives and has the power to teleport in and out, so he's hard to catch. Yeah. Because he was invisible. And then he was seen, and then he was invisible. I know. Anyway, he plans to kill Sprong. He prepares, but the guys get the teacher out. While Sam tries to hit Jordy without success tearing up the lab, Sock and Andy get Sprong to his office, and Sam comes in to lock the door. Sprong thinks it's some kind of trick. And he's all, I don't know how you did that. Yeah, because I'm all, taking you to the authorities. He's all duct taped to a chair and going to take him to the authorities, and so Sock knocks him out again, which was, was funny. That was smart. And they leave. Yes. Yes, yes. Back at the house, they tie him up, you know, and Andy blames Sam for not reading the file. Ben is less than fond memories of Sprague because he cried a lot, apparently, in that class. And, you know, he wakes him up and recognizes Ben, and Ben refuses to to cave in but to let him loose, you know? Yeah. But Sprong continues just to taunt him over a cat dissection incident. He's like, that cat was all nasty, and and then Ben starts to cry again. Sock, so you he know, is. he gags Sprog with a, with a sock, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Or a rag or something. Yeah. And he gets Ben out, and he comforts Ben, which was funny. At the workbench, Sock and Sam worry that Ben can't handle Sprong watching duties. Meanwhile, children start asking Sock for his autograph when they realize it's Wrenchy Bench. And then he's like flipping through a catalog and he's like, I look amazing. Indeed, always amazing. Sock revels in the adulation. He writes these things. Sock revels in admiration. No, Sock revels in all the glory and fame he's getting. He's basking in the ambience. That's right. I'm never going to read these things again (laughs) once you use them. Later, though, as he's out in the parking lot, a lawyer serves him. You Burt Wysocki? Yeah. You've been served. You've been served. The bargain bench is issued a cease and desist due to the uh, infringement of copyright due to uh, their uh, bargain. Brandon, Brandon the bargain hammer or something. Bargain, yeah, yeah, Brandon or something. Bargain Brandon. It's Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon? I don't know. Anyway. I was just... You know, I don't know... I don't know what I'm doing uh, at the house, though. Sam tries to make Mr. Spong more comfortable without much success, you know. He's got his little helmet on. You got you some juice, some water. Yeah, some water on water. the right, soda on the left. Goodbye. And Nina then, takes over, though. Yeah, and she's like, I promise not to eat you. And so they leave. Sam leaves him with Nina. But only after she agrees not to eat him. Yes, Sam explains that they think Jordy will show up at the school dance in a week. Sock goes to the bargaining bench, big mistake, and shows the manager the cease and desist notice, and he pretty much refuses to back away. And he shows, and then he's like, shows them their mascot, the hammer. Yeah. Brandon the bargain hammer or whatever. Yeah. Sock warns that nobody can stop him from being wrenchy bench. She's been driving down prices for decades. I know. <laughs> Uh, he puts the costume on and goes back to the workbench parking lot after giving Brandon the uh, the uh, the hammer a little gesture. Yeah. 
Oh boy, funny stuff. Meanwhile, Ben updates Sam on the demon situation and vows to fight Xavier while the mascots fight it out in the parking lot. Man, that that stupid hammer came over there and tried to kill Sock. <laughs> yeah. There was a there was a tool throwdown. It was vicious. Two time throwdown in vicious. the parking lot. Yeah. It wasn't a cop out like Smallville's like. I know. You know, Sock is getting the upper hand. He's whipping up on Brandon. And then find out it's an elderly woman. And he knocks the head off the hammer and realizes, hey, it's where's the beef flick? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But she doesn't stop. She nails Sock a good one. Yeah. Ted calls Sock off and says that Wrenchy Bench isn't about violence. And orders the woman back to the bargain bench. Meanwhile, that was a good fight, by the way. I it thought was. it was And uh, that woman, she limped away slow, but she attacked quick. Yeah. With fierceness. Like, like a cat. True. Yes. Meanwhile, Sam unpacks items. He finds a black leather mask. The devil has left it off. Oh, I can't read. <laughs> I can't understand the recap <laughs> some days. I just the devil was talking about Sam about protecting himself from assault charges because he assaulted Mr. Sprung with the mallet. Thank you. And, and he beat him to a bloody pulp. And uh, he's happy that Sam would do so. Oh, yeah. But, I remember but now. But then Sam's like, well, how the heck do we capture Jordy? Because he, like, keeps teleporting when we try to beat him with the little mallet you gave us. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told Sam that he was into some kinky stuff. So he's... And then he was like... <laughs> I was still trying to remember the leather mask yeah. part. I'm sorry. It freaked me out. <laughs> and then the devil's like, why don't you just get Sprung because he's just like so vile and iniquitous mm-hmm. and he's going to hell anyway when he dies. But Sam's like, no, I can't do that. And then the devil warns, well, you better get Jordy soon because he's coming to get you. And he's mad. He's angry. Because you've torn up his lab. Not his lab, but the lab. Jordy didn't like the lab. No. Ben, meanwhile, is training in the back room of the workbench without success, and Nina finds out what he's doing, and you know, Ben punches through a little sheet of plywood. Nina punches Look, through a brick wall. That was a funny scene. You're immortal, you know. You can die. And then she gets all sweet and like, I can't handle you dying. Starts crying. He's like, baby, I got to do this. Yeah. So they're going to build a demon-proof suit. That was awesome. Meanwhile, the guys return home and discover that Nina went eat a moose. She left a lovely note. And Sprong is trying to crawl over the back fence. It's hilarious. In the chair. Kick it over. No, Sock please. decides they're going to give it up and let him die, but <laughs> when Jordy arrives, they get Sprong back in the house, but Jordy is waiting for them. They're still unable to hit him because, you know, he's he, invisible. He's invisible to everybody. Yeah. Jordy closes in with a knife and grabs Andy as a hostage. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, no. No, he didn't. No. Uh-uh. He teleports away with Andy and goes out to the garage, and he tells them to give him Sprung in return for Andy. Yeah. Easy trade right here. Yeah, I wouldn't have even thought twice. About so the guys that. untie Sprung, take him out to the garage. Jordy releases Andy, and Sprung tells Jordy, you know, He's a lunatic and nothing. He starts just wailing on him. <laughs> he gets close awesome. enough sprung to hit him with the vessel. And he did because, you know, he was always so invisible to everybody. When did he get the mallet, though? He did had they... it behind his oh, back the whole yeah, time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
So then Sprong actually hits him with the vessel. Because Jordy was always concerned about being invisible to everybody. Yeah, no so one ever knew just So me. now he could actually become invisible. Now the one insulting him was boom. Sprong got him. Sprong insists, you know, but he's still gonna um, turn him in, you know. Yeah, for assault. So. Yes. And and then they realized that they were all accomplices, so therefore they could all go to jail. And this takes us to the workbench the next day as they worry. They are all figuring out who's going to take the blame. You know, Sam offers two sock agrees, <laughs> and he doesn't. Then policemen arrive, and, well, Sam says, it's me you want to talk to about Sprong. They say, then they all step forward. But then they're like, we just wanted to check on you. We think he's a little nuts in the head. He had a nervous breakdown. We want to make sure he didn't hurt any of y'all. Yeah. And they're like, oh, uh, no, we're okay. I would press charges on that man. Yeah. Anyway. Nobody did, and then they, they celebrated because they were not going to jail. That's right. Here's one of my favorite parts. This is awesome. Ben returns home to show Nina his new battle outfit. She admits she's still afraid but knows how important it is to him. She offers to lure Xavier there and notes that, you know, she's done it thousands of times, thousands luring, of years. Luring men. Yes. Ben isn't thrilled to hear that at all, and Nina gives him a big hug. A big one. They go outside, and Nina draws Xavier there, and then Ben goes to fight him. And Ben's doing pretty good. He's whacking him pretty good. Am I not just saying that it didn't take him long to get there either once Nina went outside? I know. And, and uh, began to woo him. And then Nina went back inside. Yeah. And Sock shows up, and they're fighting, and then Xavier starts trying to mount <laughs> Ben from behind. And Nina realized that she apparently transferred her pheromones over yes. when she hugged him. And they had to go and hose Ben down to get Xavier off of him. That was hilarious. It was hilarious, people. And at the bar, the guys buy Ben a drink, and Andy wonders if they're losers like Sprong said. But Sock, in his wisdom, says Are you? he gives his long speech about, you know, you were manager of the workbench. Yeah. You... Do this. You do. Are you happy? He should be a motivational speaker. Ben, you're dating a hot demon. Anyway, he brings everybody happiness. And then he's like, are you happy? And then they're all like, yeah, we're happy, I guess. And then he's like, then we're all winners. We're not losers. And they drink a toast and Ben agrees to keep his suit. Yes. That suit was awesome, I must say. I know, it was impenetrable. Awesome. Just so good. So, overall thoughts on the episode, Casey? Uh, you know, it wasn't one of my favorite episodes. Nope. Uh, in fact, I didn't. it was one of my least favorite of the season. However, the, it had its moments, like with the the scene with the Ben fighting Xavier. That was pretty funny. And the wrenchy exactly, bench fight. Uh, yeah. It was a good fight. There fight. were some good fight scenes. I thought the wrenchy bench was kind of comical and funny, but... And I as thought Strong as, getting knocked over the head with a mallet yeah. bunch was funny. But as far as the overall storyline, this late in the season, I don't think it's necessary yeah. to do a filler. I think we need we need meat. Which is what we're going to get the, the next, next two, two weeks. We're going to get meat. Yes. But I want three weeks of meat. Yes. Oh my gosh! I'm, I'm so tired. tired of milk. I need some meat. That's right. So, I uh, I I enjoyed parts of the episode, but then parts I was like, geez. <laughs> I'm saying. So, that was my... And, and, you know, it wasn't necessarily too bad of an episode, but it just wasn't what I 
wanted. True that. So, anything else to add before we move on? Uh, I think I'm good. Let's go to that. I just, I just really I'm so happy place. Yeah. Yes. The vessel box. The vessel box. The vessel box. You want the first one? I'll take the first one. Okay. First one comes from CKO. He said, this is one of my favorite episodes so far, as was ours. Yes. And that's saying a lot. That was last week's episode. Thanks for mentioning about Tara, Tara Butters and her thanks to the fans. i got to pronounce the name for I her. just cannot do that. That's I why I'll let you in. But to tell you the truth, my favorite part of the Reapercast night was the mention of Star Trek. Saw it today, and that was just great. Excellent choice of actors, great special effects, and I love the backstory on Kirk, Spock, Bones, and the rest Me of the too. crew. See you next week. I, Bones I, was hilarious. I love Bones. He was like, we'll be back. <laughs> huh? The Russian dude? That's not Bones. Well, who's the Russian dude? Chekhov. Oh, yeah. Bones um, is the doctor. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah. Dan, <laughs> I'm a doctor. Jim, I'm a doctor. Yeah. Not a physicist. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Yeah. I like, I like the, shirt. the Russian dude was hilarious. Like the little Russian? Yeah. Oh. But I like the whole movie. I mean, the whole movie was just awesome. Good movie. Good times. So, I'll take the next one, and it says, <laughs> Mine cut out about 25 minutes in. Is that a problem on my end? I know you guys weren't done. I am sorry. And I do not think that it was anything... As a result of the upload, um, I'm deeply sorry that you did not get to hear the whole podcast because it was all kinds of awesome last week. So vain. I'm, I'm just kidding. It probably wasn't all that awesome. But uh, no, we actually went about 52 minutes last week. We went long last <laughs> week. So very, very perhaps long. you were lucky yours cut out. But... Uh, Sorry that we I hope by now you've been able to catch up and finish it. Yes. If not, I don't know what to do. I don't either. Um, I think it mine played fine when I, and CKO's played fine. We went back and so, checked. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess try it again. Anyway, uh, on to the next one. Weasel says, "Of course, I was going to email you. I'd never not comment." On these. Oh. <laughs> I love this completely unrehearsed podcast as well. That's every podcast for us. Planning is for losers. Agreed. But don't diss Ted. Ted is a weaselly little bleep. But he's still the almighty Ted. I just could not stand Ted last week. Couldn't I mean, either. He was a, I used to like just, Ted in the first season. Yeah. He's maybe getting back to his Tedness. Yeah. Anyway, she says, I'll be watching the new Star Trek next weekend. Having been born and raised a full-blooded Trekkie, I'm a little nervous about it, but I'm sure it'll be great. I well, think you can enjoy this. It's probably going to be enjoyable. It's not, from what I hear, from what Jared said, from what one of his friends said, it's not the regular Star Trek, but it's still very enjoyable. Indeed. Awesome movie. She says, just saw the Spong episode. Spoiler. We'd already seen it, actually, finally. Yes. Casey quit doing the Yeah, I don't yeah, read the email checking until, before. After I, until after I watch. He says, it was fun enough. With Wrenchy Bench, Above Average Slapstick, and What's-His-Face off of Mad TV, I think Ben getting violated redeemed the whole Nina plot. I agree. That was hilarious. 
says I'm more excited about the upcoming episode, actually. It's going to be friggin' awesome. Exactly our thoughts. This wasn't that exciting of an episode to me. I'm saying. Alright, rapid fire time. Remember we asked y'all to send some rapid fire questions. We'll give first thing that's come to our mind. And actually, we haven't thought about these at all much. Nope. No, so that way it'll be spontaneous. It will, so it probably won't be true, but it'll be spontaneous. What's your favorite vessel, Casey? Scythe. Baseball. Love the scythe. I love the baseball. because it was a weapon. Which is better, cake or pie? Cake. I like cake, because I, I don't a, get pie enough. <laughs> I had an awesome pound cake the other week, and it was fattening. Alright. List your number one movie. Number one movie. Oh, this is so uh, I don't know, there are so many. Um, Start naming a few. Uh, Iron Man was good. Superman Returns was a little slow, but good. Uh, a lot. I just, I just got too many. I'm going with George Strait's classic Pure Country. I knew that was coming. That's why I didn't steal it. No one loves it but me. <laughs> um, Indiana Jones, the originals. And the last one. Um, TV show. All the original Superman movies. I Hold on. I got to keep going because I can't just say these three okay. and be done. Okay, go ahead. Batman, The Dark Knight, not the original Batman, The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight was awesome. Phenomenal. Those movies, and there are many more, and I just can't think. That's how it is. On my phone's about to ring people because I can't get to it before it goes off. I promise you. It's going to go. I got to it. How old are you? All right. Next. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite TV show of all time? Smallville. Scrubs. Everything. I got so many. Boy Meets World. The Wonder Years. The Savage Brothers are, are there with two of the greatest shows of all time. I have trouble doing TV shows. Boy Meets World. I love some I Friday so nights. I just got me a new DVD cabinet. It's you awesome. did. But favorite TV show, Dukes of Hazard. Boy yeah, Meets World. Cool. Smallville let me down so bad this season, I don't know if it's going to stay up there with me forever. But Anyway, video games. Oh my gosh, the twist at the end. Video game. Sorry. I Double was Dragon was good on the old school Nintendo. Mario. Super Mario of yeah. the Super Nintendo. Super Mario World. That's it for me. If I'm going with something kind of newer, I wish people would quit calling me heifers. <laughs> if I had to go with like newer stuff, it'd be like any NCAA football game. Yeah. Nobody ever wants to call me unless I'm doing something like eating or, or doing this or anything. Okay. She said we couldn't include Reaper because Reaper transcends the entire entertainment category, therefore we, we didn't. <laughs> Next question. Pink or purple? Have to pick one. Uh, uh, I'm going with pink just because I think I could pull off a shirt that was pink better than I could pull one off that was purple. I go off with pink because I hate LSU Tigers. I They're do too. purple and awesome. gold. <clears throat> Pirates or ninjas? Pirates or ninjas, I go pirates. I also go pirates, although I like the... Resurgence of the Ninja Star. The Ninja. Ninja? You got your Ninja Chop? The Judy Chop. The Judy Chop? Yeah. Don't yeah. go Ninja in some of the Pirates because of Captain Jack Sparrow and the awesome acting we did as. Myself um, and Casey have been pirates for more than once in yes, our lives. For the youth group at church, it was awesome. Maybe one day we, we will grace videos. you with videos of this, but I doubt it's it. doubtful because yeah. I'm fat and running around shirtless. <laughs> um. The next one is from Jeremy. Hey, guys. Jeremy here. Great podcast last week. And Reaper had a pretty good episode this week, though we really didn't get a lot of the major story. We saw more of the bargain bench. Brandon stinks, wrenchy rules. I agree that we did not 
get a lot of the major story, which is why I was disappointed. But we got some relationships and tons of jokes, Jeremy says. Also, I've been waiting them to try to capture a non-soul accidentally, as was Jared. I didn't even think of that idea. But uh, he says it finally happened with the teacher in this episode, and it was good stuff. Oh, yeah, and the whack-a-mole vessel. That's what I'm going to be calling it. Yeah. When I read your email, I love the whack-a-mole vessel yeah, idea. Yeah, that's awesome. I've been calling them mallet. Those are just the whack-a-mole mallet. That's yeah. what it is. And and for my quick-fire question, since the CW seems to love spinoffs so much, and I would like to break off and add a side note to that, they love spinoffs of old shows that they should have left alone in the first place, and Gossip Girl. Um... If you could have any major character or any one character from Reaper who would have a spin-off series, what would it be and what would it be about, Jared? It would be about Pessy and his 500 children <laughs> and him cussing out the customers at the workbench. I think the obvious choice for me would have to be Sock. I was going to go Sock, but I didn't want to bore y'all. Because there's a lot of, you know, obvious storylines that you could... I thought about Ben in a metrosexual show. <laughs> that would probably get picked up by the CW. I know. I thought about Ted having his own show. Um, but... And I thought about Andy having her own show, because I'd watch that every yes. week. But I go with Pessy. But Sock, for me, is probably the best one, because he's most... You know, he's actually a genius. But I have a hard time thinking of what it could be about other than just comedy. In mine, Pessy would play poker for for an hour <laughs> with guys from the bench, and he would he would throw mad hurling insults. Yeah, that'd, <laughs> that'd be great. That's what oh, mine should be about. That's awesome. Anyway. Um, but that's that's the uh, vessel box this week. That's the rapid fire, and we love once again. I'm so glad we started doing this. It was fun, even though questions. I can't remember my favorite movie of all time. I can't either. Where the Red Fern goes? Oh, that's my favorite yeah. book of all time. Yeah, that's a good one. I like Summer of the Monkeys, too. Um, but uh, that's the Vessel Box. Um, next week, keep sending in your emails. Keep sending in the rapid fire questions. We really enjoy this. I do. Answering your questions. Do with anything and everything. We like getting off topic. We love getting off topic. If we knew people would listen, we'd probably get on here and do off-topic things every week. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But anyway, thank Speaking y'all. We're yeah. looking forward to next week's, this tomorrow's episode at this point. Yes. And Because this one, these last two, I'm really expecting to be, like, awesome. And Fantastic. I'm looking forward to them because they have story plots out the wazoo. Out so the wazoo. I'm very much looking forward to them. And we hope y'all are, too. And we thank y'all for listening, and we will see y'all next week. Cover some awesome episodes, hopefully. Indeed. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.